All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <laughs> I hate to break the fishing news up, Graham Chuck, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Welcome in. Episode... Oh, God, I didn't write down what episode it was. Episode 278 of the Real Life Podcast. I'm Dali Yerub, Chuck Chalmers, Jay are both here. Maybe Bag Milk, maybe Wanye. I don't know. I think this is just going to be one of those episodes where people pop in as they as they please. This podcast um, is already having a case of the Mondays. That, that, that lined up perfectly. Just as I say, just as I say, this might be a podcast where people come and go as they please. Wanye shows up. How's it going? How's it going, buddy? Are you on the air right now? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, we are recording. We just started recording like 55 seconds ago. Marvelous, marvelous. I was talking to Bag Milk. No fair. Bag Milk will probably be hopping into this Zoom call waiting room in a, in a couple of seconds as well here. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Oodle Noodle. Should get that out of the way early here. Make that your playoff tradition. We're going to talk about like playoff rituals and all that. What if for what? every Oilers game day in the playoffs, you just ate it Oodle Noodle? I'm sure you should. could go wrong. You should well nothing nothing could go wrong. It's it's just if you like having delicious things every night. But I want to jump on the Oodle Noodle ad read and make an announcement. It's not I don't we don't have the date yet because we're just waiting on some delivery, but we are so close to launching banana spring rolls. Oh my god. So With close. Nutella dip? With Nutella dip? With Nutella dip. Oh boy. That's good, Lewis. So that stay is good tuned. news. Probably next week. Probably next week I'll have more concrete details. We have a meeting on Wednesday. I'll get all filled in on all the all of the the details and launch details. So I'll let you know on Thursday. 
if you want banana spring rolls to blow up jay you got to remember the first hits free every single person you give a free banana spring roll to you will get a customer for life because they're so delicious yeah we can do yeah we can we'll encourage our franchisees to do sampling uh yeah here's a ring Mm -mm. we're probably going to build a promotion around it on skip the dishes um so maybe like a free item with a purchase or something so stay tuned do you ever eat nutella Mm -hmm. your m check Yes, I've eaten Nutella before. But you like spread it on bread, like super thin, probably, right? Uh, well, yeah, like that is, how else would you really, what else would you have Nutella with? Well, a imagine banana. a spring a roll. Banana. Imagine a spring roll where you can use it as a shovel oh. for Nutella. Mm-hmm. Like, the amount of Nutella you can use this thing, it's preposterous. It's so delicious. Mm. Mm. It does sound I good. just love Nutella, but I also, I also the spring roll is nice. It's nice, like a coated <laughs> banana. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, this might be something only bagged milk gets, but you know, on TikTok, how there's all those little like five minute craft videos that usually just get like ripped apart because they're stupid as fuck. I saw That's- one where you take an empty jar of Nutella that just has like the weird chocolate around the inside, like nothing left in it, right? And you put like hot water and milk in there and you shake it up and you make your hot chocolate out of the Nutella container. Ooh, you gotta do it. Oh, that sounds amazing, actually. It, it sounds, sounds unbelievable. But you're probably oh, melting the plastic as well, and you're getting yeah. a little bit of plastic in there. Well, nice. that'll tough, it toughens you up to drink some yeah, plastic. Yeah. It's good for you. <laughs> well, if you eat processed cheese, I guess you're already already Halfway doing there. It. I'm a big uh, cheese whiz guy. At least once a year, I will buy myself a big fuck oh, of cheese whiz. Really? really? Yeah. I grew up on cheese whiz, like always had it in the house. Exclusively? Crap. Well, like more or less, um, and craft singles too. Like my mom would always oh. buy the processed cheese and you were half plastic. Well, yes. And then when I moved out, I haven't bought cheese whiz since I moved out. And for the first couple months, I kind of bought craft singles just cause like, that's what I always had in my grilled cheese growing up was craft singles. But I made the change to just always normal, natural cheese. And I'm never looking back. Have so we- just wait, just wait, just wait. There's so the bionic man is half robot, half man. Yeah. Remchuk is half plastic, half man. So are you the poly man? What what are you? What's your name? I, I think I've I, I like to think I've cleaned up my diet a little bit, which is weird. I would say usually for like a young male, when they move away from home, their diet would get like worse. But I think I actually might be eating healthier now that I no longer live at home. My wife once bought Velveeta cheese to make Ooh, like a to make like a craft dinner style macaroni, but a homemade one. And we ate it and we left the 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 leftovers out for like 20 minutes, half an hour. And we went back to them and it was the grossest thing I've ever seen. We were we're talking like vulcanized rubber hard as a hockey puck. And I just thought about how much of that I just put in my body. That <laughs> and I was disgusted. Layer. I will Your never eat that shit again. Well, it's just like going to McDonald's too. Oh, it's just know? coating the walls of your aorta. You're all good. They're the fine. fact that the fact, and uh, you know, I've never had Nutella. I got to admit that. Excuse me. Uh, oh, yeah, we, we have it in our house at all times because my son, my one son absolutely loves a Nutella sandwich for lunch. And it's got, it's kind of a treat thing. It's not an everyday thing. Say. Uh, yeah, no, it's no, no, it's not, chalmers, it's not a sandwich thing. It's a dip. Like if you well, like fruit what and like, Nutella, like, yeah, a little bit strawberry. Yeah, mm-hmm. killing the game. But when yep. they first started marketing, because Nutella is huge outside of North America, and when they yeah. first started like marketing it to North Americans, they're like, put it on your toast. And I was yes. like, yes. But I was a kid, and I'm like, 
I wasn't a big nut fan, and it really the brand really leads to nuts. So I was like, chocolate I can't toast. try this. I can't exactly. It should become like Chaka Nutella or something. So let's so be. I honest, was scared though, to try it. In the in the in the realm of like stuff that's bad, stuff that disgusts you, like Velveeta, and you know something that's not too bad for you. How bad is Nutella for you? Like, is it? It's well, a li- slightly more unhealthy peanut butter. I imagine there's a slightly, ton of sugar in it. Slightly peanut butter is actually good for you. Okay, yeah, well, I believe that depends. Too. I think if you get the processed peanut butter, peanut butter, like I think all natural peanut butter is good for you, but I think like the whatever craft peanut butter, I, well, I don't think that would be great. Here's for you. the thing. There's a, there's a few things in world in the world where the, you can only lean with like one type of a thing. So like if you're having ketchup, I'm sorry. There are so many talented culinary hipsters out there that try to make their own version of ketchup. It does Agreed. not hold up to, to, to Heinz. I, I don't know why. Same thing with peanut butter. It is craft or bust. Well, Jeff yeah. ain't the worst thing in the world. Yeah, Jeff, will Jeff, fucking, no. Jeff will fucking Jeff get uses, you where you need to go. No, yeah, yeah, Je- no, yeah. You can not, eat craft peanut butter outside of Canada. If you're in a pinch, Jeff will do. Oh, if, in a if Jeff. I'm absolutely, uh-huh. absolutely dying for peanut butter, which I, I do find I, when I travel, I am. I, I consider myself a little bit of a peanut butter connoisseur, and I, wow. I have to say craft is definitely the best. And you know what? Yeah. The light one is actually a better tasting peanut butter. Um, Jif and like crunchy. I, there is some good ones. The natural ones though. I can't do those. They're just, they oil up and you got to keep them in the fridge. Not a big fan. Uh, when you guys were kids, did your parents ever, your mom ever used to make you where you would take a piece of white bread and you would put butter on it and then sprinkle a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of sugar, and then put it oh, in yeah. the oven and bake no, it. Oh, in the it oven? is in the oh, yeah. oven. Cinnamon toast. Like a toaster cinnamon oven. Toast. It's cinnamon toast, but in the oven and it, like you don't toast it and then put the butter in because you want the cinnamon to kind of caramelize with the with the with the. Oh, cinnamon. my Lord. It oh, yeah. is fantastic. Like uh, real life cinnamon have... toast crunch. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, but just, like yeah. it's just it's it hits different coming out of the oven man, it's, or like, it's a, so like a toaster good. oven. Yeah. So uh, yeah. here's here's a here's a J J R youth story myself and uh, a classic <laughs> Art Downton tale. My father <laughs> he just referred to himself by his initials and then he did. refer to himself. Well, because this is when he this did. is really this is <laughs> this is peak Jr's life, right? JR this is the squire. Jr is you, right? Jr is me, but this is when I was like, this is Jr. <laughs> this is the okay. life of Jr. Jr. Okay. So okay. so I grew up downtown. And the winter, and my dad was pretty active. So, like at nighttime, uh, he would he, maybe four or five times a week, he would go down to the Victoria Oval and skate laps. That was his exercise. So <laughs> he would take me down with him, and I would just go skate around and kill time. But then we would go home after, and and we'd have a snack. And it was so nine times out of ten, it would be a sardine sandwich. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. You have to. But, you have to. One, <laughs> what? One, out of, one out of ten, and you didn't know when it was coming. It'd be the cinnamon. It'd be the cinnamon toast, and it was unbelievable. Well, those are vastly different snacks, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd it, be it, really upset things. about the sardine sandwich. <laughs> it, it, that it, was like it, the it worst did. roulette spin sardine ever. Sardine sandwiches aren't bad. You just have to get but that's the thing. Right. It did two things. They're not it bad. really made me love and look forward to when it was a cinnamon uh, cinnamon toast. It was so good. 100%. I but I ate so many sardine sandwiches. I got Stockholm syndrome and I started liking them. Yeah. So like still to this day, I'll crave that flavor. That yeah, like an anchovy flavor. pizza is disgusting. But if you actually get used to them, they're delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Same type of thing. Sandwiches. 
Didn't didn't your dad used to when you guys used to walk home? Didn't you used to have a sarsaparilla every day? Do, do uh, you youngins well, know what a sarsaparilla is? Well, it's, no. it's 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 uh, cowboy. It's cowboy root beer. Really, is is what's Didn't your dad make you eat big Turks? So once make again, you? this is this is the yeah, life. Of wasn't JR. even up for debate. I wasn't allowed to eat too much <laughs> junk food as a kid, but I could only eat junk food if my dad was having junk food. So <laughs> I was subject to his tastes. So the only kind of it's amazing you're not a serial killer. Bravo. Yeah, the only pop I could have growing up as a kid, root beer, but I love it now. And uh, ginger and beer? Yeah. Nah, ginger beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ginger beer. Or or sometimes dad would make a swamp water with like four different flavors. When we go to like the Dairy Queen that was used to be on 124th Street. Anyways. Um, <laughs> oh, now the McCullerins furniture? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well exactly. Done. Well done again. But your exactly. dad would like, as an adult, be like, I'm mixing together all five of these flavors and that giving it to my thing, children. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah. So, that, but only like on, on his time. Like, it was like, <laughs> and then the other one. Uh, was his sweet, so I could have only have. Dad loved all sorts. I couldn't fucking touch those things. Oh, like big Turk and licorice all sorts. But then you could lock source, me in a but, candy room for the uh, rest of eternity, and I'd never eat either. And then I like me a big Turk. Uh well, a thing, that's well, a thing, like a sardine sandwich. I love a big Turk. I like me a big Turk. I mean, oh man, have you ever read the line, "The Witch in the Wardrobe"? The kid yeah. gets addicted to Turkish delight. Yep. And then I think he falls through the wardrobe. I can't remember what happens, but that shit is dangerous to eat. You could become <laughs> cursed very easily. Yeah. Oh, well, if I see one and I'm, I've got a sweet tooth, I will have a big Turk to relive. They're always at the bottom of the gas station candy thing in the bottom right next to like a vote for, vote for Brian Mulrooney O'Henry. But <laughs> nobody wants a, that shit. The last time what? I had a big Turk to that exact point, it was a little dusty when I opened it. You know, Next to a cherry blossom gray. from the late 80s. Oh, in the box. Yeah. Cherry oh, also Henry. was allowed to oh, have Henry's. cherry blossoms. Also oh. was allowed to have cherry blossoms as a kid. <laughs> Oh, Henry's Holy don't moly. deserve to be in that. Oh, Henry's are fantastic. Oh, Henry's but not an old Brian game. Mulrooney one. Well, the big Turk, yeah, very, very bottom, not not at eye level. Eh? You don't want to put those. Yeah. Well, for that's us, prime for us real big, estate. For us big Turk enthusiasts, that's the thing. We know where to look. I don't think if there's an us if in you're there. Into them, you I guess know I where to find them. You one time community. I found one time it's I found community. a super old O. Henry in a in a suitcase in my parents' basement. I was like, holy shit. I don't know how old this is, but I'm eating it. I was a little kid. And it was like white. The chocolate had turned white because oh, it was yeah. so old. And the mm-hmm. log up the middle had turned to like prehistoric dust. And I Hard. ate it and it was long past its expiration. Uh, and I couldn't eat O. Henry again for years because of it. Oh, yeah. You got it. I'm a, Bro, big, I'm a big Tootsie Roll guy. I love Tootsie Rolls. Mm-hmm. I don't mind them. Like they're okay. I feel like that walks the line of like gross obscure candy into like mainstream stuff. I love Tootsie Rolls. Well, fuck anybody who likes candy corn. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Anyone who eats candy corn is a narc. You know what? You know what I used to do? Interesting. I used to to take uh, like gummy Coke bottles and I used to put them in my Slurpee. So like when you get to one, it would be like a little surprise. And I used to think it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah, it doesn't so hold up. Uh, they're pretty frozen when they come out now. Yeah, and they're like hard as a rock, and you yeah. can't really enjoy them. It's just something that was like as a kid. I don't know why I if thought it was so movies, cool. If you go to the movies and you get a giant popcorn post pandemic yep. corn, and yeah. you throw a full pack of M and M's in there, if you want the oh, hidden yeah. treasure throughout the entire movie, we have don't to shake just... the bag so you get even M and M dispersal. Yeah, don't they just sink to the bottom? Nope. 
A good popcorn. She's nice. Keeps her nice and aloof. You are a light. You have to keep them. Uh, with that Belvita, that Belvita popcorn butter oil. That'll Ooh. hold her up. I hate that. That'll shit. coagulate and hold Me it too. up. I would rather oh, bring yeah, my that'll own coagulate. All right. I'd rather bring my own butter. Is that what you just said? Bag milk. Yeah. I'll just keep it in my leg. BYOB. My leg. Yeah. Okay. How do you keep it warm enough to still be liquid? I just keep it in my cheeks, you know, yeah. and I'll just pour it out. You <laughs> <laughs> just sit on it on the way to the with a mouthful of hot butter. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. scald yourself. <laughs> uh, I, this used to exist, and I don't think it does anymore, but I was thinking this the other day. Do you guys remember like 10, 15 years ago when Basel sold butter in a spray container? Yes. Yes. That needs no. to be brought back for the sole purpose exist? of homemade popcorn. I can't find it anywhere unless I'm not looking in probably, There's probably a reason for that, your checks. Probably. I wish I could show you this thing that I, I packed it away now, but it's like this, uh, it's an olive oil spray that's got really nice little herbs and flavors. Oh, and I use that on that, popcorn. That's sometimes. the good. Well, an olive oil is good for you. That's yeah. fine. That's Don't really you remember? Nice. Your Chuck, there used to be, remember Fabio? Mm, Big, mm-hmm. long-haired, good-looking guy that was on the cover. Got yeah, hit by a face of the goose on the cover of all the Harlequin uh, me- uh, books. Okay, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, he was the face of I can't, I can't believe it's not butter, and then spray. also I can't believe it's not butter spray. Wow. Yeah, I did. I I don't know what the, who's speaking I, right now. Is it Jr. or is it Jay? Jr. was a huge <laughs> Fabio fan. Fabio guy. I'm just trying to figure out which one of you loves Fabio. Well, see now, Mom loved the soap operas, so I had a lot of exposure. Uh, Fabio in his day. Like before social media, Fabio was social media famous. Like he was big oh, geez, with yeah. no way to be big except for with being no on the cover of ladies' yeah. books. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know who this guy is. Well, so he was an actor, obviously. No, he yeah. wasn't anything. Uh, so he was so. just a dude. He was just like clout. On on yeah. all those like on all those like uh, those, He's a male those love love novels, he'd be on the front yeah. with his long flowing hair and no shirt, holding the woman mm-hmm. down low, and and he basically became famous because he looked just like the guy from all the covers of those, and that's pretty much the only thing he ever did was look how, like that guy. How dare yeah. you? He was the Pope in Sharknado Five. Wow. <laughs> He was the I didn't forget uh, that cinematic uh, gem. <laughs> I can't believe we climbed up to five there. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. that's I think more shocking than the fact that he's in those it. Those things that there was money. five of those them. mint money. Oh, there's a cult up. following. There's a cult yep. following yeah. to it. I still um, need to go see the room in a movie theater. I still gotta how, go see the room. How about I've this seen a movie a about the making of the room and I haven't seen the room? The headline I found here when I searched Fabio on Google is Ryan Gosling really identifies with Fabio's tragic pigeon incident. I, I thought it was a what... goose. He was riding oh, a roller. Did he was also a have a pigeon incident? Unless no, there was a goose it. incident and a pigeon incident. Poor Fabio. I'm going to look this up right now. This, here's from the article. The strange thing, though, is he called the bird a pigeon both times when it was reportedly a goose. There it is, boys. Don't get my face about the Fabio facts. I like that he doesn't wow. know the difference between a pigeon and a goose. Hey, Those when you're on a roller coaster nice. and it's hitting you in the grill, it all yeah. feels the same. It would have felt like, like an airplane. Yeah, Remember, could you just, imagine taking a goose to the face and fucking? But understand the story. He was opening the roller coaster. He was like the celebrity riding the roller coaster. Shut there up. Were news, really? Yes, yeah. and there were oh, yeah. news cameras there covering oh, yeah. the event, <laughs> and he goes up to ride the inaugural run and takes a goose to the face and kills it. I think. 
I hope so. What do you I mean, think is more of a surprising it. bird <laughs> altercation like that? Randy Johnson. Hitting. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Okay. For sure. <laughs> I thought that one, might win hands down. This is definitely top hands. five goose bird <laughs> incidents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Fabio's in the top five. Definitely worthy of a top five mention. But Randy Johnson, like the amount of the timing on that, like the, the odds yeah. of that happening. Well, oh, and think yeah. about birds. Like every time you've been driving and a bird is on the road and you're like, okay, what do I do? It's going to fly up and get out of the way. Don't worry. It always gets out of the way. How the fuck does it hit his face? It's like five, ten, six inches by eight inches, like, and, and it's square on to it. He looks just dumbfounded after he gets it. You got to see if you can't Google image the picture. If you haven't done that yet, Google image the picture after it hits his face. It's Fabio it's hilarious. It's amazing. <laughs> wow. I didn't even know. Oh my God. He's got wow. like blood on his <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, What do you think? It's a whole thing. Goose? He got there's hit by all these goose, cameras man. waiting when he gets off the fucking roller coaster. It is a smozzle of a situation. The it's girl right next to him is like laughing. She's like, LOL, are you okay? Like what the fuck? <laughs> Only Fabio got hit. I didn't know this happened. It's oh, awful. My. Like if that is the is, most pertinent in Oilers news of the last week. I don't know what is, is there legit video of this happening because there's pictures of it. So there must have been a it couldn't have been no, just a camera. So it had to have been a video right? camera. It was just people waiting on the ground because he was opening the roller coaster. He would have been so pissed because he oh. loves his image. Terrible. Oh my god! Like, hey, there's, there's Fabio. Click 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 click. There's video of him like pulling up after the ride is yeah. over. <laughs> there's not video of him hitting the goose. Oh, no, oh my god! Okay, the best covered thing in bird. He's opening this roller coaster. They're four wide on the roller coaster. Three chicks on it with him. All females dressed in like the same sort of like Roman toga type yeah. of thing. <laughs> you got to post a photo of this year, M. Check on the social. Oh, yeah. yeah, I will. Hundred percent. The people need to know. Wow. They need to know. <laughs> they, I think people forgot is the problem. You know, I didn't know. <laughs> Some say he some some could say he's a hero for taking the goose and not letting one of the women take it. I in think Fabio yeah. would have pushed that lady in front of that goose if he'd had a split second more notice <laughs> I'm in a heartbeat. Yeah. To protect his face? Save well, Fabio from the goose. That's, that's the moneymaker, you know? Can't you can't be taking geese to the face when that's why you get paid the, the bill. People, if I recall, we're not allowed to ask him about oh, it shortly thereafter. There's, there's blood on the girl behind him, too, on her oh. face. Now is that oh. his or the goose's, I wonder? Wow. To be determined. Yeah, like, is that his <laughs> I think if you're the, the lady, it doesn't really matter. No, like, I don't oh, know, great. but there's definitely blood all over the girls. Oh, my God. If you go down far enough, you can find people's Halloween costumes. Of them oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> Chalmers, that'd be such a good costume. <laughs> go with Fabio so and bring a goose doll. Oh, and just hit yourself in the lit. face with it throughout the night. <laughs> Whip yourself in the face with the goose and yell Fabio. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. So fantastic. to answer Chalmers question, I've, there's no set odds for the Randy Johnson thing. I'm finding one in 30 million to one in 300 million. There's really? just like, there's so many variables at play here. That there has to be a bird like, in the stadium for one. Yeah. yeah. Flying yeah. on the infield. Yep. Right up the pit between the mound and the right, pitching. right across the pipe. There is the a like 0.1 second where he would be throwing like a 98 mile an hour fastball. Yeah. And so like, there was a TV show called the science of sport that tried oh, I to love recre- that show. They tried to recreate <laughs> it with cannons and chickens and they could not get the baseball to hit the bird. 
You couldn't do that in 2021. Oh, geez. Yeah. If you even ask for a chicken cannon, you're in big trouble. Uh, They were frozen chickens. I just to, just to know they had a chicken cannon. It looks like and they were blasting the chicken through. While there's a lot more meat in a frozen chicken than there isn't a live ass pigeon. Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't hit it. They couldn't hit the birds. So like, I've never seen another pitch with even a bird in frame yeah. in Major League Baseball, <laughs> yeah. let alone right in the strike zone. Do you guys well, remember that TV show? It was on like the Discovery Channel again, like five, 10 years ago in that time frame. And it was called Don't Try This at Home, where yeah. they, rent, they rented a house and they just did all the shit you're not supposed to do and like ruin this house. So like they they would jam up the like doors on microwaves and put like 40 microwaves in a room to like cook shit. They would like overfill a waterbed and then like not stop until the floor collapsed. It was shit like what? that. Um, and this experiment with the goose cannon reminded me of this. They would just like do insane shit that you're definitely not supposed to do and like blow up this house. And it lasted one season. They ruined a house and it never came back. <laughs> can understand Wanya, why. You'll like, you'll like this. So I just couldn't help myself, but uh, search bird accident incidents to see what other kind of bird would be in the pantheon yeah. of the world. You know, at well, top all, five. All, all I'm getting is um, a triangle. It's called the accident triangle, also known as the bird triangle, which uh, is the theory of industrial accident prevention made by Frank E. Bird. Uh, basically, okay. <laughs> basically saying if an accident Get out of here, has, nerd bird. If, if, if an accident has one death, then you can expect that same accident in one death has had 10 serious accidents, 30 minor accidents, 600 near misses and infinite unsafe acts. Very, very, you never know where you're going to go with some of this stuff. You never know where you're going to go. So that means 10 people have hit a bird. bird. Well, almost, or if like at least no, no, because no, a serious, I would, I would assume that a, a goose to the face in the goose to faces well, on a roller coaster that would be, be yeah, that's right would be that's in the minor death, accidents right. would be yeah. in the minor accidents. so we'd need 30 more incidents like that before does that mean fabio's had fatality. 30 near misses or 30 roller coasters have had near misses no 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 he's one, one of 30 so there's right, got to be right. so for there to be a death we need 29 more fabio's exactly or for they to be yes exactly I don't know. I don't want to cheer for that either. This is this is getting really weird. But this is getting super. Weird. I just watched. I just rewatched the video of Randy Johnson hitting that bird, and uh, it's fake. It looks fake. My yeah. favorite is the catcher. As soon as there's a poof of feathers right in front of him, he just kind of has the what the what the fuck look, and he just leaves. <laughs> I would and the crowd doesn't really yeah. clue into what's going on at first, right? Like it's not like everybody goes like, oh, it's more like, oh. It was a spring <laughs> training game too, right? Where like the crowd's probably like not really paying attention at the best of times. And yeah, did you see the puff of feathers? I can imagine it'd be jarring or puzzling. Anyways, this seems like a great transition spot to give some love to Twig and Berries <laughs> who are moving in to a new office. So we applaud Twig and Berries for moving into their new office, free shipping in Canada on orders over $75 and some fantastic collabs. Peter and their new Nutsack underwear collab up on their website. You can go check it out right now. They got a red plaid one. Looks beautiful. And you would look beautiful in it. Also, the William Nutsack underwear is out now. A bit of a more uh, classic, just a straight up kind of look. Check them both out. And if you're interested, the promo code NATION15 is all yours. It saves you 15% on your order. Twigandberries.ca. Um, we, we got a new member of the nation, Matt Wozniak. He was on Oilers Nation Radio. 
And the way things work is I send him the files or the video files or whatever of all the podcasts and he makes them into TikToks. I usually give him like timestamps of like what to talk about, some ideas for, for TikToks to make. If I sent him this podcast, what do you think so far would make the best TikTok? <laughs> uh, Waz loves some goose talk, I'll tell you. Like showing the photo. already done? Yeah, show the photo of Fabio taking it to the grill and pulling back up at the station. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the Flames logo or I don't know. People I don't know. I'm not good. I'm not good at that kind of stuff. I'm 42, 41 years old. So, oh. yeah, you're you're just the star. You're just the <laughs> whatever star you say, boomer. TikTok good luck with that. <laughs> whatever yeah. you say, boomer. Whatever you say, booms. Uh, should we get into some Oilers talk? Well, I just learned. Yes. I just learned what ratioed mean meant. You just learned. Oh. That? I keep hearing it. I didn't really care to learn about it. Josh ratioed the Flames. Josh Parks like. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, that tweet was so funny. He's like, man, I ratio with the flames with it. I was yeah. like, uh, I, I, I'm scared. <laughs> Good to for you, boomer. <laughs> there, there's yeah. a couple different like ways to like be quote unquote, like ratioed though. Right. So like Josh's reply, getting more action than the flames original tweet. That'd be ratioed. There's also yeah. like when someone tweets something and they have like 900 replies because the tweets garbage and like three likes, like that's another ratio, like replies. If you to follow likes. more people than follow you, you're ratioed. The, uh, according to urban dictionary being ratioed is when a reply to a tweet gets more likes than the tweet. It was replying to usually indicating the unpopularity or stupidity of the original tweet. Okay. Interesting. There were ratioed a lot. Is that <laughs> Uh, there were a couple of internet acronyms that I never learned until LOL. recently. Let's have a test. Let's oh, have a nice. test. Good one, Jay. Okay, who knows? When you see a tweet or a post and it starts with the letters T-I-L, how many of you know what that means? I do. T-I-L. I, I just learned it the other day, but I've been seeing it for years. Bag milk does. Anyone what else? It? What? You've been seeing it for years? I can't even think of I've ever seen it. At the start of a tweet. T-I-L. T-I-L. I don't know. Uh, it's today I learned or learned whatever it would be. Did you know I that hate, bag milk? I yep. hate these because they make so much <laughs> sense when you hear yep. what they are. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Did you see the, did you see the T-Pain's today? I learned. Yeah, oh, yeah. T-Pain's the best. I fucking love that. And <laughs> he found out that there was a request folder on Instagram. And when basically, if you're not following somebody and they try to DM you, that it goes into this request folder and you can then accept them or deny them. Well, he's and T-Pain been, had said publicly, nobody wants to work with me anymore. And he didn't know how the DMs work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, found, he, he found out that like, all these famous people like were trying to get a hold of him in his yeah. DMs, but he just doesn't follow anybody. Anyway, he's just like, oh shit, Fergie. The yeah, video. I, lo- I love those today. I learned they're, fu- they're awesome. Those tweets. Um, here's, here's one that I just learned. T-L-D-R. I didn't know what that one meant until right now. You guys see that one on Twitter? Too long, didn't read. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I'm 0 for 2. Hmm. What else you got? Um, Y-S-K, you should know. Well, you're not giving us 0 for 3. Sorry. (laughs) I didn't know Um, that one. (laughs) BBC? No, not that one. <laughs> the British Broadcasting Corporation, you pervert. Uh, yep. The British Broadcasting Corporation, Her Majesty's News. Her Majesty's I, news. I don't. I know there are families that listen to this, so I'm uh, gonna try to not get too gross with this BBC. one. BBC.com. But this one is just. I'll say the letters. I A N A L. What? I A 
N-A-L. And it stands for I'm not a lawyer. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I, I went on a different way in my brain on that one. So, so did most that one of the people listening. Um, does anyone <laughs> know E E L I five? Explain like I'm five. Huh? Like most machine. Uh, thank you. Like knows, knows everything. Explain like I'm say? five. Oh. It's uh, like if you got a question, yeah. it'd be like I would use that in context. I'd be like, Chalmers, explain like I'm five why I should uh take my hose off in the winter. Right. And I'm like, explain like I'm five, what E-E-L-I-5 means. It's an acronym for... You could pretty much do that for any... Like, you can make an acronym for anything. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Hey, where are we supposed to talk about the others? E-P-S-W. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, po- the podcast sucked when... <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Nutella. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that was good. All right. Love Nutella. That was good. Um, that yeah. was a rant. That was uh, that, that was Nutella, right? It's clinch miss today. The Oilers, yeah. if they get one point of clinch to playoff spot, yeah. and how did the crazed Oiler fans stuck at home during the pandemic react? The Fabio twenty minute Goose discussion face. about Fabio Gooseface Nutella dip. Here's I also I... loved. It reminded me of the pregame pregame show when Josh and Jay were doing some uh, clinch miss math last week and it did not go well for you. Your Remchuk esque. <laughs> it was I, very I, I don't e- I don't even want to delve into that and and he brought it up and I'm like shit. You know what I did you guys, today? It's like I think they, I think they can clinch today. Really? I thought the number was 7. Oh, well, I don't know. I heard it that. was it was very clinch receive. I played I played Mariah Carey all I want for Christmas uh on today's episode. Beautiful. All I want for clinch miss. Exactly. I want to This is tonight, why for clinch miss, I want two points from McDavid, and I want the Oilers to win the first period and cover the puck line. That's my clinch miss list. This is why the the nation is so helpful for guys like me who browse a lot but never really delve deep into any one thing. It's why I know about the Kentucky Derby. It's why I know who won the Valspar. It's just stupid shit like that, right? Like I like to browse, but I really like that you guys tell me it's stuff like clinch miss on Instagram, and I really like that you keep putting up graphics of how many points and how many games left Connor McDavid has. Mm-hmm. It's that type of shit that like, I don't want to go do this fucking math. Like that's your job. Do it. And you guys do it great. So <laughs> I do, I did want to say that because it's, it, it keeps me uh, like knowledgeable about like the finer points of the things that are happening in the season. Uh, just quickly, while we're on the topic of the Oilers, yes, their magic number to clinch a playoff spot is one point. Their magic number to clinch home ice advantage in round one, heading into tonight's game against Vancouver, is seven points between them and the Winnipeg Jets. Man, so, I feel like Winnipeg's going to do us the favor on their own. They fucking suck right now. They're awful. What a time to hit awful. a shit. What a time to hit a skid. Okay. So if the so Jets they- lose. So if the Jets lose and the Oilers win, does that deduct four from the seven? Yep. So how many, I know that the Leafs are nine points ahead of us right now. Uh, there's only five games. Left. They, they must have one more win and they clinch the division. Uh, so the way to do the math is the Oilers are currently nine points back of the Leafs. The Oilers yes. have seven games left, which means the most points the Oilers could get is 14. So yes. that means... If they get 14 points, they are at 76, which means the Leafs need at least five points to clinch. So the magic number for the Leafs to clinch the division is five between them and the Oilers. That makes a lot of sense. I math. Think, I think. Math. I you need somebody to check your Remchuk's math, though, to be honest. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Just Probably. make a graphic of it already, Begmo. Jesus Christ. 
If there's one thing to learn from this, after our long decade of darkness, after our 2017, we'll see you next year in the playoffs, boys. We enjoy playoff games that you can sit in the crowd for the remainder of your life. Because anybody who's an Oilers fan of the pulse has now been robbed of about 15 years of living. And because in in that decade of darkness, we had as many points in some years as we have right now in 49 games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and that is something to think about. And Connor has more more points in 49 games than some lines did for the Oilers that whole season. We really, really, really need to do a season recap pretty soon from our beginning of the year uh, predictions because like, Hmm. I think only one guy believed in Connor. On this show. <laughs> yeah, I got to say, man, I thought that was the craziest thing. Anybody said that whole show was somewhere about a hundred. I thought Leon and- to get more points than Connor. Cause I was sniffing glue. I also thought the nudes you get 75 points, but I was the biggest believer in Connor. David. Yep. You definitely were. Hang my hat on that. Was the, I was, I was in the camp that he would, be one, two yeah. in scoring, but I had no idea it would be like this. I'm, 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 looking somebody, I'm looking at the predictions right now. And there are a lot of our takes that are hilariously wrong about this whole thing. Um, and, and well, what we should de- dedicate a whole episode to this whole, uh, this whole bad boy, but Wanye, you were the high leader in McDavid points with just 90, which he could very well get tonight. I think I nailed that. We'd lose to Montreal the most. I think I was the only one that said Haven't that. we lost to Toronto the most technically? I don't know. I, I almost feel bad for Vancouver coming down the stretch here that they have to face the oil every, no. every day for a month. Chalmers, you, you said Edmonton would beat Montreal the most. Yes. So did <laughs> I. I said, I said Montreal they would lose the most to and they'd beat Winnipeg the most. Yeah, you did See, this that. is why we should do a recap. Thank you. Yeah. I don't even okay, I'm going to save the rest. I'm going to save the rest of these until our recap episode. Um, but there are some We're, funny misses. So in there. The, this is where the Oilers need to now start planning. So let, let's win tonight. Let's clinch. Let's make sure McDavid gets his hundred points. But let's also make sure we we only finish in second place. Why don't you want to win? Think, I don't think we have to try that. To be yeah, Toronto's you. got it in the bag. Well, just yeah. say what if what if they start slotting? Maybe, maybe what if they're like, holy shit, I, play Montreal. I've but never you do been know a- there's a chance Montreal catches Winnipeg now. They're only two points back, same amount of games. That's scary. I've never That's been a scary. proponent of that. You change once you get a playoff yeah. spot, you change the way that you're doing business. Nope. I think they have to play and they have to just keep doing exactly what they're doing because right now it's working. And this is the type of lightning in the bottle that you kind of like, we, I know we have our bad games, right? Like we played bad against Calgary in that first game, which I bet on heavily and just had a bad <laughs> feeling about. And honestly, like it was one of the more demoralizing losses that just made me go like, why do I do this? Why do we, why do I bet? Right. Um, but then they come on play Calgary again and they play a lot better. I thought that game was highly lopsided for a two to one score about halfway through the game. It did not look like Calgary was all that, yeah. that tough to play against. Um, but yeah, like don't change anything. You got to catch lightning in a battle for playoffs. Like right. Five, well, three games, three. I games would over. argue. I would argue if you have the luxury, you should probably be once again, get the McCentry. That's a big deal. But start kind of resting up players that need rest or that are banged up. Start trying new things to see what we've got in the roster. So we know, you know, if we need to make some changes in the playoffs, like this is, I think you got to use this time effectively. Rest okay, Mike well, Smith. So, rest yeah, Mike okay, Smith. No, but that's the thing. You say rest Mike Smith. And I say, do you have three questions to ask Mike Smith? Number one, do you want the rest and do you need it? 
Number yes. two, do you just make that decision for him? Well, what I are mean, the other two questions. No, you always ask the no, old those, vet what he needs. The questions are: Is Mike Smith? Do you want to rest? Mike Smith, do you want to play? And Mike Smith, do we not ask you at all? I would probably for Mike Smith. I would just play him every other game. So like he he's got to play. Yeah. The something that changed my mind on this whole thing, and the reason I'm now with Chalmers on this, and maybe a week ago I wasn't looking at the schedule. They're going to wrap up their season on Saturday the fifteenth, but. Because Vancouver has to play Calgary like three times that next week, the Oilers likely won't start their playoffs until Thursday the 20th. So that's four built-in days off right there. And on top of that, they have two days off before that Canucks game. So if you decide to sit a bunch of key guys on that last game of the year against Vancouver, they would now be going into seven days off. And I don't like that. And Connor McDavid, Jason Greger asked McDavid about this. What? He asked McDavid a similar question about this. And McDavid said he loves getting into a rhythm. He always produces a lot in March because he likes when he plays a lot. He likes getting in a rhythm of like every second day and being in the action a lot. So I don't want to take Mike Smith or Connor McDavid or, or dry saddle or even nurse out of the lineup for an entire week. I would rather have them play. Then they can get three days off practice on Wednesday, the 19th bang playoffs start Thursday, the 20th. And like you're still rested, but you shouldn't be rusty. Yeah, and that when and they fine. award the cup, 2027. What the fuck? Yeah, they're, they're actually going to be awarding it at the Tokyo Olympics <laughs> in July. But, the Olympics uh, still going to happen. Yeah, no. well, that's the whole reason. Yeah, well, uh, that's yes, the whole reason why um, the, the 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 cup is going to end when it is, and that's why they had to start the season when they had to to get so many games, start the playoffs by a certain time, and yada yada yada, because. The, uh, the Olympics was dictating everything. But to that point, you're M. Chuck. On that last game, you're not going to play Connor McDavid 26 minutes. Uh, yeah, Probably no, I'm 19. not doing that. No. Probably playing him 19. Yeah, you're, you're splitting up your ice time a little bit, I think, for all of these final seven games. And like you said, yeah. Jay, I liked your point about like, Try different combinations. Put guys here and there. Put new guys in the lineup. Try to catch, see what see works. And like Chalmers yeah. said, catch lightning in a bottle with someone. Yeah. I wish they yeah. were giving McLeod a longer look with Nugent Hopkins. Yeah, I I'm do too. Because like Hopkins. he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't like. Fuck that, that kid is. There's there's nothing to not like about that kid right now. No, there's definitely something there, and you can tell like when you see it that he just has it. It's just he's going to be the fresh air. Yeah, he is, he's definitely going to be a fan favorite. Those he wheels are going to keep him in the league a long time. Yeah, he is yeah, a, a big fan. man. Can he fly? He can fly. And it, I love and that I he was giving it to Rasmus Anderson behind the net there after that. I especially play. love it when a guy like him isn't like, you know, I don't, I haven't heard about Ryan McLeod coming up and, oh my God, this guy's coming up and we got to get him up. And then he gets up here and what happens happens. I didn't know anything about this guy. And then they brought him up. I mean, I know that you guys did, but yeah. a lot of fans in Edmonton don't have that like built in. I got to see what this guy can do. Like immediately, you know, there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of talk about him before all of a sudden he gets called up. And that, I think that gave him a little bit of leash probably and made people even like him more. That's, yeah. that's kind of like the, the beauty of being drafted outside of the first round. Cause then no one has expectations and he and slipped. Then- and any so and so anything so if you show up and make the roster like that to to a fan base that's like found money so you're like oh my god this is this is actually this is so good like this this came from the sky so but let's like, let's let's do that thing now where we learn about somebody and then we break them down when we start really liking them why did he slip uh, uh, people 
at the time I was, I was actually reading about this at the time people were talking about his, uh, his hockey sense, not being the best. They said he had all the tools, but could he put it together? So he was expected to go mid to late first round. And then he slipped to 40th where the Oilers ended up snagging him. Similar to what happened with Raph Lavoie, similar to what happened with Tyler Benson. And I love when teams jump on these guys, like even Yamamoto to an extent, the numbers and the skill, he should have been a top 15 pick. He falls because of his size, which in today's NHL is largely are not fully irrelevant, but it's more irrelevant than in the past. It's less important. And you jump on that guy and McLeod so much skill. He's like six foot fucking three skates like the wind and teams are passing on him because, Oh, well, he's, he's going to be able to put it all together. And I'm a big believer in just drafting based on skill, man. If someone has the tools, sometimes players just mature at different levels. And maybe Ryan McLeod as a hockey player. Wasn't as mature at 18 as some other guys who went in the first round, but fuck, he's clearly mature. Now he's 21. He doesn't make bad plays with the puck. Like he's a smart guy on the ice. Takes a minute. Development's not a straight line. So I yep. think McLeod's an excellent mm-hmm. point. Um, no, it was a good find. That's that's eight hey, props to Oilers scouting on that one. I'm going to go back and fact check us on something uh, Chalmers Uh-oh. brought up about uh, points from the Oilers this year. They've had, this is better than in full seasons for them in the decade of darkness. <laughs> so they're, yes. at, they're at 62 points this year which is the same amount they had in 09-10, the same amount they had in 2010-2011, 17 more than they had in 2012-2013, which was a shortened year, granted, but they played 48 games that year, and they've only played 49 now. Um, It is only five less than what they had in 13-14, and it is the exact (laughs) same amount they had in 14-15, the year they got Connor McDavid. Wow. What a a a decade. It was funny. Uh, so on, on the pregame pregame show with Josh and I, we did, today, we did it before this. And uh, one of his things is like, we can finally, we are now in a position where we can finally actually let go of the decade of darkness and put it behind us. Cause we had so. the decade of darkness. We then made the playoffs and then we lapsed and went back into the decade of darkness. Wouldn't it make it I then think, a 14 year decade of darkness? Yeah, but it's, it's Sure. Um, but it, I, I think now, cause that's the thing that's been like sitting on our shoulders for so long as Oilers fans. And that's why if something good happens, we're like, Oh, but like, when's it going to start sucking again? I like, still I have a bit of that can, in me. Well, but I know, but like, that's what 14 fucking years does to you, man. Like it, it, it warps and changes you. Right. So I think now we can start trying to let it go. Let it go. Tyler. Take that yeah, handbag I, I really, that you I really carry around that is the decade of darkness and throw it in your fireplace and light it on fire. And I wanted to, I was prepared to let it go before the series against Chicago. And I got whatever to love that jaded me more, I think. And like, I believe the Oilers can beat the Jets in six games in a playoff series if that's who they end up playing. But there's also a part of me that goes, listen, everything I look at tells me the Oilers are a better team. They're playing great right now. They look borderline unstoppable. I'm fully prepared for McDavid to be held pointless through two games. Mike Smith to be pulled in both games and they have to go out to Winnipeg down two nothing in the series. Like You've that still feels like, right? Like, <laughs> oh man. You've been hurt, my friend. I don't think I'm alone in that. You're not. I think though, it doesn't matter who the others play. Get in and anything can happen. Yeah. It's a new season, a new day. Playoffs are not the same. They're just not the same. 100%. Um, I wanted to quickly wrap this up. Actually, you know what? Last topic will come after we give some love to the folks at manscaped.com. And uh, I've been I've been looking at my emails. They have an exciting new product. It's coming soon. You're going to have to stay tuned 
to both this podcast and the DFO rundown with Frank Saravalli and Jason Greger to find out uh, some more on that. That's in the coming days because I'm not allowed to talk about it yet. But in the time being, head to manscaped.com. Use the promo code real life. It gets you 20% off and free shipping. They also have a Canadian special up on their site right now. The lawnmower 3.0. I've been using it for months. It is a tremendous device. Get cleaned up for playoff time. Be looking your best, even in the areas that might be covered by pants or a jersey. So if you're thinking of giving up on this podcast and you're like, this is garbage, <laughs> stick with us for a few more days and we're going to hit you with the new manscaping product. Boom! And you if you've been manscaping, email your photos to Tyler at OilersNation.com. No. We would love <laughs> or to snail see. mail your extra hair to mm-hmm. Tyler Uremchuk at the Pentagon. Yep. You guys. Um, all right. I wanted, guys. To, I wanted to throw around some... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to throw around some playoff ideas here. Um, the other game, Saturday night, you guys were doing an intermission show. It was Coombsy, JP, and Wanye. Wanye, is what that up? something we're going to see a lot of? Well, we're figuring it out. We'll see. I do like that Coom was uh, <laughs> hanging out at Skyreach Center. I thought that was nice. Yeah, that was a good touch. And I liked that was his, my idea. Uh, he, was in, he was in Shrek's uh, garden. Was in I was like, hockey it up a bit, would you? I liked his <laughs> pregame photo of him pouring himself a glass of olive oil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why, why? Why exactly did he do that? Why not? Because our joke—we have a lot of jokes, it, Chalmers. Oily boy. We, we, yeah, exactly. So we always celebrate by drinking a glass of piping hot motor oil when the Oilers score. As you do. Uh, so Wanya, basically, it was an inner. Like, tell people what it was and kind of what you want to do with it going forward, or if we'll be seeing that come playoff time. Because I had someone, Bruce from BC, I think from Vancouver. DM'd me about it and he was like, I want ways to get involved, even though I'm out in Vancouver and like the fun of a playoff run. Well, this is what we were thinking, right? Is like we have to normally, if there's playoffs, we'd be having parties and we'd be doing all sorts of exciting shit. And we wanted to try to take that same energy for the strangest playoff run of all eternity and channel it into something sort of organized chaos, but yet fun so that you could look forward to it. So we were thinking, well, shit, we could make an intermission show and give away prizes and do some fun stuff and try to get people involved and have a, we did a secret word thing, which was hilarious to me, which was <laughs> Coom held up a sign in each intermission with the secret word. And if you tweeted the secret word at us, we selected one to give away nation gear, I like that. but our secret words were nail and contract. And anybody reading Oilers Twitter right now knows that we are running a massive flat earth operation where we're trying to convince people that we should bring back Nail Yakupov. <laughs> and uh, so the secret words being Nail contract flooded people's timelines with subliminal messaging that Nail should get a contract. That was the highlight for me. I like that. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. It was just so many Nail contracts. <laughs> it was well done. I was there are, There's about 10 people on Twitter who are really, really getting annoyed with this Nail Yakupov talk, right? Ah. And that just makes me so happy. They're probably anti-Winnipeg airporters, too. They're anti-fun. Oh, for sure. And this is just like, now when people are talking about Nail Yakupov or uh, Trailer Hall, it's a great rebuttal because it's like, well, if we're bringing back number one, well, we bring back the number one we want to bring back, too. It's great. It's good fun. So are we going to do more of it? We don't know. We, we had some things work. We had some things not work. We're going to regroup. We're going to try again on Saturday and see uh, whether or not it's going well. But the idea is just trying to capture some of the fun of a playoff drive where, uh, you know, every intermission there's a little, something a little bit more maybe light and fun that would be more like going to a playoff party than watching a playoff game on TV. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
my favorite part of it was Josh Park calling me right as the intermission started saying, Tyler, oh, you I don't were know what's godsend. going on. I was it was like, fucked. Oh, and we're like, all right, it's time to get ready to go. And then Josh starts doing his magic. And then like the period's about to end. And he's just like, yeah, we don't have a clue how to do this. <laughs> Calls up your M truck. Who's half in the bag. And he just sorts it out in 10 seconds. Yeah, I did a thing with my buddies for the game on Saturday where it was like, all right, every goal the Oilers score, we're going to send each other a video of us doing a shot. And they scored <laughs> two, two in the first like six minutes. And I was like, oh my God, they're going to put up seven and I'm going to be puking by the end of the third period. Thankfully, that that's didn't the kind happen. of stuff we got to do, right? Like how Brad Stepanko pounds the beer. Yeah. Like that's so fun, right? You can be sitting on your couch and see people do funny shit. And it feels like you're not sitting by yourself on your couch. Mm-hmm. So Wanya, we talked about this on the last podcast and we wanted to make like a call to action for all of the nation podcast listeners or just the folks on Twitter to like do for every Oilers game day and like a cool idea that like you can post yourself doing it for a game day to show like you're in. And the one suggestion we got on Twitter that I liked, again, if you have suggestions, no ideas are bad ideas. So DM us on Twitter or Instagram, uh, but dangerous Wade hit us up and he said for the idea of a game day thing, why not do something kind of like what Jay and Josh did with the crushing of a nation beer can where like have your pre-game, pre-game drink for the Oilers and then like tweet us a video of you stepping and like crushing the can to show that like you're locked in for game time. Like that is you being like, I am here and I'm ready. I'm crushing my pre-game drink and like, let's go. And that way it doesn't have to be nation beer. It can be a fucking can of pop or something. I don't know. It doesn't have to be alcoholic or a boobly or bubbly or whatever those things are. Um, but like, you know what I, I would love to how see? How do I do a Ryan Coke? <laughs> a can You're going to cut your foot. Shalom. It's like a Greek wedding. You cut your foot. <laughs> I would love to see. I would love to see people take photos of what their game day superstitions are. Because the yeah. minute the playoffs, like th- this is an awesome team and we've done yeah. phenomenally. There haven't been any do or die situations. Right. Whereas before when we were a Cinderella team, you had to go 16 and three to even have a hope of being in the playoffs. When the playoffs start, Something happens in everyone's brains where all of a sudden what we do has an impact on what's going on in the ice. Jay, remember we went to Anaheim in 2017? How many weird things we were doing? We're like, we wouldn't wear the same jersey if they lost. We couldn't let our shit hit the floor in the hotel room. Remember? Yeah. I, I want to see people's superstitions. I want to see them be like, I can't wear anything but these shoes or we're fucked. Yeah, that's what I was going to get to. I wore the same Decade of Darkness hoodie for like a month in 2017. It was the best. I'm thinking of not shaving my gross mustache. As you can see, very slightly coming in right now. I might shave it tonight and then not shave it until the end of the playoffs. We need to mascara that baby up. I want to get it nice and fit for you. Very slightly, but it's like Nuge-esque, right? Where it'll be so slightly noticeable, but you'll be like, why even shave it? Let's let's, let's keep it going. Long ace halfway to Joe Thornton right now. Oh yeah, I haven't shaved really since March 2020. Well, let's do the JR. Let's you and I grow it out for the playoffs. Grow the. Beard? Let's all shave mullets. Let's all shave mullets. Mullet, mullet, mullet. I don't oh, I have any hair. <laughs> I don't have any hair. You can do a skullet. I could do a skullet. I don't even think my back would get that long in in the, the amount of time I would need. Yeah, true. I just got a haircut. I should have done the mullet. I yeah, I was, I was going to say, BM, is that your first haircut since COVID? Uh, second. Okay. So I got two haircuts in 16 months. Or put a hazmat suit on or what? No, you know what? They did a really good job. You just, I, I, I made an appointment, uh, went in, I had to sanitize before I got there. Everybody was wearing masks. They cleaned everything. It was, it went well. It's good. 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 But, 
Now I don't have the incredible flow to do a mullet. I could have permed it. It was very, very long. It was down almost to my shoulders. Fuck, they made you sanitize, eh? They didn't even make me wear a mask at the rodeo this weekend. I got you. You know how I, I am for the Wranglers. I got I love you the Wranglers. Watches one season at Yellowstone, eh? <laughs> you know what? I love Here's the Wranglers. The I love the Wranglers. My, my wife's told me that I need to start uh, transitioning into more of a cowboy. I'm not sure how to take that. That's cool. Start wearing, start wearing cowboy hats and like three Wear cowboy boots. Commit. Commit to the crowd. Maybe that can Wear be your playoff boots. thing, Chalmers. On game days, cowboy you dress boots. like a cowboy. A cowboy cowboy? Cowboy Chris. Cowboy Chris. Oh, the story might become itself. a mascot for us. Yeah. Uh, you know cowboy what? Chris. I'll, go buy, I'll go buy a nice black cowboy hat. Yeah. Get some, get one of those old uh, Storm Rider jackets that are like the, yeah. uh, the jean jacket with the corduroy. Yeah. Uh, call every time they score, you do a whoop dance on social and whoop your hat around. Buddy. I, you know what? The one thing is, I think I could run cowboy gear. I think I could, I, I think I could do I, it. I, I, I've I know seen you run cowboy gear. I've, I've been seen you. Definitely do. numerous times. Yeah. You I've stampede, you, you stampede with the best of them. The best of I them. do. God, dude. You need one of those man. long leather dusters as well. That goes over the jean jacket. Just really. Oh, I, have that looks, jacket. I know you can pull off. It's Kangle cowboy and also <laughs> pilot at Halloween. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm transitioning. You know what I was doing this weekend uh, when I was doing yard work outside? I noticed that they all wear those leather mint, those leather gloves, those like rawhide, yeah. like light tan gloves. Yeah. So I went and bought a pair. I'm out uh-huh. there doing my doing my work, and I've got my work clothes on, and I take a pair of those and I put it on. I'm not gonna lie to you, I felt like a cowboy right then and there. And I liked it. I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was Tuck awesome. them in your back pocket all sexy when you're done and pour a bucket of water over yourself. Yeah, don't shower at all. <laughs> I really just want to be I just want to be like Rip on uh, Yellowstone. That's yeah. pretty much it. Can we it. brand you? Can we, Poor put a, Casey. Can, we, can we get an Oilers Nation brand and brand you? Oy. Oh yeah, we could get like a, fake, <laughs> like, like a fake tattoo or a, like a like no, uh no, not fake. Yeah, I'm not doing a real brand. I saw some guy on Twitter. If you guys follow Barstool Alberta, they take no, the don't. guy or they they ratchet strapped a dude to like an automotive chair in a garage and branded him. That's and hot. like he 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 Unfollow wanted to follow that it. account. It does yeah. not look like the way it does in the show. It immediately starts to like melt off. Oh, so <laughs> fucking gross. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine a TV show when it works. So yeah, yeah so I am changing no the, the subject. Brand. I'm changing yeah. the subject. I'm just hopping in here. Uh, Wanya, I like your idea of everyone posting their superstitions. Hey, thank if you, you do want to brand yourself, though, send the pictures to <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> hey, Jay. Jay. Hey, Wanya, stop telling people to drink motor oil. Stop okay. It. Also, Jay, you should brand yourself. Stop telling people to drink motor oil on <laughs> no, the no, no, I just, Twitter. I, I just said we should brand Chalmers. Targeted, targeted branding. Oh, uh, Yeah. Anyways, um, I just want one group superstition that we can all do. So send your ideas to our DMs. Um, also, if you just, wake up in the morning and you feel that what you eat for breakfast is going to have an impact on the game, let us know. Yeah. If you are like mid-afternoon thinking you need to have a nap so they have energy for the game, let us know. This is the kind of stuff I'm yep. interested in. 100%. Like um, and and we'll, we'll even read some on the next podcast as well. One thing I'm disappointed in, and I'm interested to see if this changes come playoff time, is if you look around to like other teams around the league, their mascots still have prominent roles during yeah. games. Yeah, where They're is still Hunter? I've been thinking about that. I've been, I've been at the rink for like over half the home games this year. I haven't seen Hunter once. 
Where is you're this so guy? lucky, your And, and will he be bitch. ready come playoff time? That's what I want to know. I want Hunter in the lineup come playoff time. Yo, I, I wish I could go to the games. These are the hardest games ever to go to. Tyler, are they even like showing Hunter at all? Like I know because you they have the- they have one pre-made video for every time they, they score. Couch, right? Yeah, yeah, him on the couch, and they play the exact same video every time they score with the same fans and Hunter. Should Gritty start- is killing it in the Panda. Killing yep. it. Should we start oh, yeah, some kind that. of uh, Where's Hunter campaign? Yep, yes. <clears throat> I think we should. The hunt for Hunter. The hunt yeah, for Hunter. The hunt for Hunter. The hunt for the McCentury mark. Which well, I called that's not a hunt. I called <laughs> McDavid's quest for the century mark the Mick Hunt on uh, on the radio ah, the other day. And yeah, you can't I say was, that. I was quickly told that that is not probably a good way to go about it. Even though I had I had good intentions. I didn't know what I was saying. I actually just thought it sounded catchy at first. Anyways, I'm gonna wrap up this week's episode of the pod. Uh, this was fun. It was good to talk a little Oilers. It feels like forever ago that we were talking about a bird hitting Fabio's face. That's how many topics we hit on. Can it. we like call this one podcast ago? Can we call this one Fabio Goose Face? Yep. Sure. We can name the podcast literally whatever you want. On you. <laughs> <laughs> JR approves. Goose Goose Face. J, J doesn't like it though. <laughs> oh, Jay's a fan. JR's got trauma for this one. Yeah. yeah. Some, some old memories. All right. Well, it. thanks for tuning in. Uh, go Oilers tonight. Yes, Do go Oilers tonight. Clinch let's, miss, baby. Let's Come watch this. the intermission show. Oh, wait, intermission's until Saturday. Do not watch the intermission show until Saturday. Advanced type. Will Bob Stoffer be on your intermission show? Bob Stoffer wishes wish. he could come on my intermission show. All right, uh, let's wrap this thing up. Episode 278 of the Real Life Podcast. Shout out to Oodle Noodle, Manscaped, and Twig and Berries. Make all three of those fantastic businesses a part of your playoff routine. Promo code Real Life on Manscaped and Nation 15 on Twig and Berries. Thanks for tuning in. This episode is over. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. 
You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.